Hello, welcome to Lazada Insider, featuring knowledge that makes a difference. We share trusted insights, forward-looking perspectives, and exclusive expert interviews to keep you ahead of the curve. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Lazada Insider Earth Day Special Series 2023. I'm your host Katrina from Lazada. As more businesses recognize the importance of sustainability, they're looking for innovative and new approaches that can help them to drive positive impacts. And one approach that's showing a lot of promise is agile methodology, which is known for being very efficient, flexible, and adaptable. So today on Lazada Insider, we're going to talk about how agility can be leveraged to advance sustainability journey. And we have two very special guests from Palo IT joining us today for the discussion. We have Paul, who is the sustainability and innovation lead in Palo IT, and Sylvain, who is the chief sustainability leadership officer at Palo IT Singapore. So very happy to have both of you on Lazada Insider, Paul and Sylvain. So let's kick off our conversation today by getting to know a bit more about our guests. Uh, maybe we start with Paul first. Yep. So hi, Paul Blackler. Um, Working for Paolo IT is a sustainability and innovation lead. So as an organization, Paolo IT is an innovation transformation consultancy, an agile software development house. Um, core to that really is supporting clients with their innovation and transformation deliveries. So transforming the business leadership, behaviors, capabilities, and business models to be more resilient for the future. Um, my background personally is in change and transformation with various different flavors from lean, agility, innovation, startup, uh, with around a decade supporting community and international development in, the, in West Africa. So um, now blending both the social environment and economic elements of sustainability to help our clients and community have more impact in this space. It sounds very exciting. And Sylvain, we'd love to hear from you too. Yep. Thanks, Katrina. Thanks, Paul. So, yeah, my name is Sylvain. Uh, often I say that I'm a recovering software engineer. So I started my career as a yeah, software developer, did some project program management. That's when I came across Agile and I became an Agile coach. Um, I moved to Singapore 10 years ago uh, to work as an Agile coach and became more like broader culture coach and leadership coaching and so in parallel um, my interest for sustainability uh, led me to be more and more involved in the various initiatives within Palo IT like for instance becoming a B Corp or crafting our vision of uh, tech for the greater good and so recently I became the uh, chief sustainability leadership officer and so I'm very happy to be here today. Great. Okay, so let's start with uh, talking about this term agility a bit better. Uh, I mean, this term has been talked about quite a lot, uh, especially in recent few years. But what does it mean, actually? And how does it actually come into play with sustainability? So, Paul, do you mind uh, sharing uh, your thoughts on this? Yeah, happy to. So we can look at a couple of broad definitions around agile um, and agility. So if you think about agile and flexibility and the ability to change and respond to changes, I think that's, you know, partly in, in core to it. We can also look to the Business Agility Institute that has a definition around business agility. So this is defined as a set of organizational capabilities, behaviors, and ways of working that affords freedom flexibility and resilience to achieve your organization's purpose um, 
And then the tagline on the end really is no matter what the future brings. So this definition is quite important for me because it is updating our behaviors, our ways of working, our leadership in order to be resilient for the future, no matter what the future brings, no matter the change, the external um, complexities, uncertainties, is, is the ability to respond to change. So uh, linked to sustainability, I can't find a, another more kind of pertinent subject where that's kind of driving the complexity and the uncertainties in the business world. Um, and also requiring, you know, the ability to to update all of those elements, capability, mindset, leadership, in order to respond to the changes, so that we individually, organisation, and society level are resilient for the future. And I'm pretty sure that Palo IT has guided many partners to use these agile methods to address sustainability challenges before. Um, so I'm actually very excited to hear from you, Paul. In what ways can agile practices support sustainability efforts? And maybe, Sylvain, from your end, uh, if you could share with us some great examples that you have experienced, I think that would be really good. Yeah, so the the business agility movement um, sometimes is a you know misconception. It's actually about doing more quickly. Um, it's not about doing more rubbish more quickly. It's so it's not just about efficiency. It's actually around the effectiveness and the quality. Um, so quite quickly, it brings us back to, to to values and you know recognizing that we work now operate in this complex, uh, volatile, uncertain, ambiguous world. A big challenge for organizations actually to be able to respond more quickly to consumer needs, be closer to the customer, get uh, fast feedback loops around what is valuable for the customer, how the market is changing, and be, you know being able to be responsible, uh, responsive, and flexible in that way as well. So yeah, back to kind of the ability to change. It's uh, for a lot of organizations that means um, approaching our work differently, how we plan our work, how we break down our, our goals and you know into actionable items, uh, producing backlogs of activity, but always focus back to the outcome that we're looking to achieve. Um, this terminology within the Agile movement around sprints or iterations is really around working in smaller increments to deliver value to your market or to your customer or to your stakeholder in order to get feedback more quickly in order to be more responsible so it's not necessarily uh, continuously improving our velocity our productivity it's more around the speed of feedback loops the speed of learning and uh, change and adaptability so in terms of example so I, I like i like this question because i was going through uh, the, the case studies i know and actually i don't know i don't have any examples of organizations um, having successfully implemented sustainability initiatives without applying the agile mindset. Okay, uh, all of them I know of, uh, to a, to some extent, some you know deeper than others. You know they apply uh, the agile mindset. So <clears throat> one example that I find very inspiring it's a company called Interface. So Interface um, started in the 70s, and they do modular flooring. You know those square tiles um, in that you see in many offices. So ch chances are that you've been in a building uh, with modular uh, tiles uh, manufactured by, by Interface. So they are one of the, uh, of the world leaders. The Interface's journey started in 95 when uh, Ray Anderson, the founder, had this, um, he read a book and he was like, okay, we really need to change the way we do business. And he called it the Mount, let's climb Mount Sustainability. And 
the vision was by 2020 uh, to eliminate the negative impacts uh, of interface. So it was a 25 year you know, uh, horizon, so very, very visionary. Uh, so the company is really one of the pioneers. Uh, recently, they uh, released the first carbon negative tile. Right, it's a carbon negative tile, not carbon neutral, carbon negative. So really uh, very, very innovative. And so if you study this case, the, this case study, you'll, you'll see many ingredients uh, of, of Agile. One is cross-functional teams. So at the country level, even at the factory level, you bring people from different backgrounds, different skills. Okay, that's what one of the key uh, practices in, uh, in Agile. Don't operate in silos. Another one is that those cross-functional teams uh, have a great degree of freedom. Right, so the self-organization part. Uh, they own their process, you know, how they generate ideas, how they filter uh, you know, the good and the bad ones. Okay, that's also uh, something very, very important. Um, a third aspect is iterative. Okay, Agile is all about short feedback loops. Let's pilot things, let's gather feedback. Uh, so, those, so that's something that um, they've been doing at uh, Interface for now. Uh, 25 years, 27 years, uh, they, they, they put together those quest teams. And so the, the, the objective of those quest teams was really to make that vision of eliminating negative impact by 2020 a reality at the factory level. Last but not least, inspecting, adapting. Also one of the key, key, key aspects of Agile, always show the outcome of your work to different stakeholders, get some feedback, and improve so the continuous improvement aspect. So I could share many other uh, case studies, uh, but really, like I think interface is really one of the great ones, especially it's, it's in manufacturing, uh, which is often considered maybe like a more difficult um, uh, uh, activity, you know, where to be more sustainable. So yeah, that's the example for today. Thank you. And I think that in the example you mentioned uh, about interface, you also mentioned that, you know, there are different aspects or different dimensions of changes that are needed for applying the agile methods. I think uh, two aspects of it, obviously, you also mentioned about the team, you know, how they work together uh, and the different way of working. So on the people and process part, clearly there is a lot of changes that's needed. So how can SMEs or business actually prepare for this transition better. Uh, maybe Sylvain, you can help us uh, explain a bit better on this. Sure, yeah, thanks Thanks for the question, Katrina. Okay, number one, I think it's important to understand the Agile mindset. Uh, when we teach Agile, again, we tell people, practices are the tip of the iceberg. What really matters is what's below the waterline. That's really, really the belief system, the values, the mindset. So, learn the mindset and you may realize that actually you are agile in many aspects of your life you know uh, very often we take the example of let's say you organize your next vacation uh, maybe you just uh, book a flight uh, book the first night and then you'll see depending on the weather depending on you know what the locals tell you uh, you uh, you will uh, uh, develop the rest of your vacation you know that it will be emergent you don't need to plan everything out in advance um you may also realize that agile shares 
for, uh, similar principles with maybe design thinking, human-centered design, lean startup, and that's like, oh, actually, that's pretty much the same. Yes, it's pretty much the same. All right. Second thing is get out of the building. All right. Get your weekly or monthly dose of inspiration. There are amazing communities out there, um, meetup groups, conferences online, in person, um, training, online training. So really talk to others and, and learn. I think this is really, you know, uh, even if there is no one, there is no one size fits all, but we can really, really borrow, steal, and hack ideas, you know, from, from others. Um, Another one is, okay, once you understand the mindset, you got some inspiration from others, maybe you can start mapping your organization. All right, what are the areas where we are already quite agile? What are the areas where we need to grow? Acknowledge your strengths. I'm pretty sure that you have, you have pockets of activities of pockets of people that are already quite, quite agile. After that, once you have the mapping, um, you can apply. So for instance, Palo IT, we have these uh, five, uh, um, stage change model, all right? So which really embeds, you know, some uh, agile principles in it. So uh, where are you at in your sustainability journey? Are you at the early stages of, you know, creating awareness, creating a vision? Are you already piloting? Are you already rolling out? Or are you scaling, all right? So once you've, you've mapped your organization, you can also see where you're at in your journey and use such models, you know, to really, I would say, supercharge your sustainability journey uh, with the the agile steroids. Uh, I think my next question is quite challenging. I'll pose it to Paul here. <laughs> so we we know that actually, you know, um, we we know all these tips and all these uh, tricks. But when actually applying the agile approach, uh, especially in the field of sustainability, it comes with certain challenges and off uh, and trade offs. I would say. So can you share with us what are some typical challenges that you observe the SMEs and the business are often facing in the process, and how can business actually overcome them? Okay, so I would say. You know, to Sylvan's point, maybe there are not so many trade-offs because it's just around you know, delivering work better, value sooner, you know, happier stakeholders. Uh, but there are, you know, some challenges and maybe this is an opportunity to learn from the agile movement over the last 15 to 20 years around some of those challenges and anti-patterns that we see so that we can learn from those lessons uh, into the future and with sustain sustainability at heart. So these would be things like uh, the mindset, of course, is really key. So not being over-focused on the framework or the method or the process or the practice and being a little bit more focused on uh, the outcome, the value, the principle behind what it is that we're trying to achieve. We could argue that we already see this with the ESG movement and the frameworks and the assessments that are built up around that. Um, organizations now become over-focused on that rather than the actual goal around sustainability. And so, um, yeah, that's something to be mindful of. Second one might be uh, leadership, start from the top. Actually, in the interface example, Rand Anderson, he talks around the spear to the heart that he had, right? So this was like a, when, he read, when he read the book, this was a radical uh, change for him. He had, was quite visionary. But what that meant was he, he, he had a very top-down and bottom-up approach to completely reinventing the business model. And he set that vision very early on. And this is where biz, uh, business agility has sometimes struggled in the past. There's been an intention, an aspiration to become more agile, but it's not really been um, embedded from leadership. It's not really been an update to the business model as a whole. It's been little practices within small teams 
Um, and then we, we get into this anti-pattern around local optimization. So that might be the third one is to avoid you know, improving an efficiency or an outcome in one area. It might actually lead to a negative consequence elsewhere where it might not actually be improving the overall um, outcome that's important. So with sustainability, it's such a global um, you know, challenge. It's uh, as much around, let's say you're looking at your supply chain, um, improving one area doesn't have a detrimental effect elsewhere. Or it could be putting a product onto the market. Uh, electrical vehicles at the moment is a great example. Lots of benefits around um, decarbonization if we're using renewable energy. However, uh, the material impact of some of these rare materials that are putting into you know, our digital devices are having environmental and social consequences uh, as we're extracting these minerals and they're depleting our natural resources and uh, the recycling and end of life of our products. So we really need to build systems thinking and holistic thinking into our uh, approach with sustainability, which sometimes was missed with the agility movement as well. Uh, I would say uh, purpose and values driven uh, is another opportunity. Um, so really look at training and awareness at the mindset level um, and uh, not just yeah, jumping to the solutions. And then thirdly, uh, I don't know if we're third, fourth, fifth point now, um, <laughs> would probably be around the way that we actually break down and manage our work. So um, yeah, working in smaller iterations, uh, defining the outcome that we're looking to achieve, then having short feedback loops or measuring have we actually achieved that outcome. Perhaps building small backlogs of, of work, you know, within small periods, but minimizing our work in practice. It's a human tendency to think that we're, you know, more productive by adding more and more things into our into our work stack. But this actually just slows the whole system down. It adds to the bureaucracy. So there is a lean efficiency to our ways of working that's really important here. Sustainability is such a critical topic that's important that we get, you know, some of these things right. And our, our approach to ways of working is important. And then um, perhaps finally might be kind of linked to Sylvan's point around get out of the office, but also think, you know, connect more holistically, connect with your stakeholders, learn with your stakeholders. That's downstream with your suppliers, upstream with your consumers, build an ecosystem around this, uh, attend events. The good, the great thing about the agility movement was it was really built around human centric values. There was a lot of giving back to the community, a lot of conferences, meetups, seminars, webinars. We're seeing the same thing within sustainability because people are so passionate. Um, you know, there's a portion of society that really feel the burning platform for change and are willing to share and learn and uh, Paolo IT you know really believes in this sort of ethos around ecosystem giving back sharing our work trying to be transparent around the challenges and the opportunities for change so um, hopefully those are a few things that we can carry forward Thanks for sharing and thanks for the advice as well. Um, let's touch on technology here. I think uh, this is where perhaps Palo IT started with uh, and continue doing very, very well on. Uh, maybe the qu next question is for Sylvain. Can you share with us what role can technology actually play uh, in enabling agility in sustainable practices? Absolutely. So right now we are using technology, right? And we could have traveled, uh, take trains, cars, you know, to meet in the same room to record this, uh, this podcast. And especially since the pandemic, right? You know, now it becomes, um, almost second nature, you know, for us. Okay. Let's, let's meet online. Um, so we know that working from home, uh, it's one of the 
ways to limit our emissions, you know, and, and to limit the pollution. So all the technology, all the tools that enable high collaboration, all right, they really bring sustainability and agility together. And at the same time, uh, we limit our uh, emissions, all right? Not fully, because, you know, there is a cost of digital, right? So don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I'm saying it's, uh, it's neutral, but it's definitely less than, you know, traveling, commuting, like we used to do. Okay, that, that's one. No, that's an obvious one. The second one is data. And so Agile is very, uh, there is a very strong emphasis on data in Agile. You know, let's, let's try to shift from opinions to facts and facts, you know, are related to data. So what gets measured gets managed, you know, we often hear. Uh, so everything around carbon tracking, impact dashboards, uh, that, that really, really helps, you know, that helps us make better decisions because we have the data that help, that shortens the feedback loops that help us to shift. Uh, so really data, again, something that is really at the heart of Agile and it's at the heart of sustainability as well. Uh, another one that I like to mention, oh, blockchain, blockchain. So I was reading this article in, uh, in The Guardian uh, about um, sustainable fishing. And you know uh, how to increase the trust uh, from they say the from hook to plate. I really like that from hook to plate. And with blockchain now, we are able to track uh, you know where the fish was uh, caught, you know on which boat, uh, what are the certifications. So there is really a lot of sustainability practices are related to trust. You want your customers to trust, you know, what you say that you are putting in place. And the blockchain with, you know, it's secure, it's digital, it's decentralized. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's probably part of the solution in order to increase that level of trust. And, and another one is maybe a bit provoking. It's biomimicry. Uh, you know, so innovation inspired by nature. Um, I feel that when solutions are inspired by biomimicry, bio so first they are usually more sustainable, so you can really innovate and design new solutions inspired by nature. Uh, so for instance, there is this company called Regenergy, uh, and they use swarm logic, you know, so the bees, the ants, uh, how they behave. So they, they use this logic in order to optimize energy distribution, all right? So it's, it's, it's innovation inspired by nature. So it's really biomimicry and that enables a lot of agility, you know, in the grid. It's, uh, it's very, very inspiring. Very interesting. For our last question for today, uh, maybe Paul, you can help us understand better, you know, how can actually business measure the success of their agile sustainable efforts? Okay. So I guess. Agility should be, a, you know, uh, the purpose of serving your broader goals. It's not agility for agility's sake. And so that's that's maybe the, the ultimate point to come back to is, you know, what is the broader goal that you're looking to achieve? And is ed the agility, ways of working, leadership mindset, an enabler to um, achieving those goals? So if we're talking about sustainability, then it's also about having very clear sustainability strategy, vision, goals, and outcomes. Um, and, and seeing if, yeah, if you can kind of map some direct correlation back to that. You could also uh, revert back to the original definition of agility that we looked at, Business Agility Institute, um, talking around capability behaviors and ways of working. So actually 
have we measure seen a measurable shift in those um, those areas and then of course no matter what the future brings so it's about the resilience into the future so the, the ultimate uh, measure could be are we surviving as a company um, you know and also if that's linked to sustainable border sustainability goals have we minimized reduced maybe eliminated the negative impacts to, to people and planet and then are we starting to get to regenerative that we covered in the first episode around actually net positive contributions? Um, so those are maybe some key areas. Uh, agility movement also has some measures around delivering better value uh, sooner, you know, in a more resilient way with happier stakeholders. So you could also break down those elements. Are we delivering sustainability value? How are we measuring that in a sustainability journey? Um, is it safer? Is it more resilient for us as an organization, for the people and planet? And actually, are people happier in this process? So that not forgetting the social side, are employees engaged? Are they motivated? Is it helping with retention? Is it helping with recruitment? By a more powerful mission that we've generated around this? Uh, are we getting you know different levels of feedback or traction with consumers or particular markets now that we started to broaden our horizons around sustainability or communicate our sustainable products in a different way? Um, so yeah, a few a few areas where you can look to measure sustainability and its impact. Um, thank you so much, uh, both of you, for shedding the light on you know really great potential of applying the agility method in uh, sustainability field. And I'm pretty sure that our audience have benefited quite a lot from your sharing today. And uh, with that, we reach the end of today's discussion. Thank you very much, both again, for joining Lazada Insider. This is Lazada Insider. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you click follow and subscribe so you don't miss our latest insights and expert interviews. Thanks again for joining us. Until next time, take care. Lazada.